2014, and we are thrilled to be able to uh, just talk with you today on this very special day, are we not, Dr. Falzoni? Oh, very much. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yes, absolutely. I'm Mama Mac, and that's Dr. Angel sitting right here beside me, and we have some great things to talk about today. And uh, did you have a nice Christmas? That's the first thing let's talk about. You know, we did have a really nice Christmas. We cool. kind of did the majority of it on Christmas Eve. Did and you? Okay. kept today low-key, but it was really nice. That's great. Simple. Well, with three sons, that's pretty cool, and all that you do, and uh, my kids are grown, and grandkids, and and great-granddaughters, so it's kind of fun there, too. So, anyway, we're just so glad to be able to uh, talk today on this special day. We've got a very interesting topic, do we not, Dr. Falzoni? You know, we picked a topic that would be so appropriate for Christmas, the Christmas blues. The Christmas blues. You know, it might be starting to sit in about right now, because the day is kind of coming to that end and things are kind of going to start changing in a different direction and tomorrow's friday and it probably will be a work day for some people on december 26th very much i know i will be sitting in my office working tomorrow and so it's kind of like life has to go back to pre-holiday normal and it's not as that adrenaline rush that we have been riding now for the last oh five or six weeks sure and um this year it just seems like Christmas really rammed up on us. Didn't it? I mean, it, I think Thanksgiving was really late in the month. And then when you put it all together, it just happens all very quickly. And you hardly can catch your breath and just say, oh, my gosh, I got to do this. I got to do this. And all the lists of things you got to do, at least me. I, I don't know about <laughs> you. I'm sure your lists are longer than mine. But um, so how about the Christmas blues? How about those people that are getting ready to go back to work tomorrow or at the latest Monday? And they're just not feeling it. And they're just not... You know, they're just kind of now by this time of day. It's a little after 6 p.m. on Christmas Day. So, you know, and like I said, this is probably about the time some of us will set in. Some people are still with their family and their friends and having that those people around us can kind of help. But right when they start to dissipate, that loneliness kind of sets in. We lose that adrenaline rush. And so we kind of just start feeling a little down and sad and it's you know it's pretty normal a lot of people get the christmas blues and you know we just need to learn how to work with it and to help us prevent it from from getting it well that because so often we are in such anticipation especially if you have smaller children around you there is such an excitement in the home there's such an anticipation of santa and everything that's getting ready to happen and so you're, you are ramped up i think you're just excited about this is going to happen we're going to go to grandma's house or whatever it is you're going to do you know 
ride Very through much. ride through the snow in a sleigh maybe well, <laughs> not you know, here in Florida there's a lot to do we have a lot of things we need to take care of <laughs> there's that oh, sleigh right love there it. a lot of things Woo. we need to take care of this time of year and extra things with gifts and family obligations and extra work obligations and right trying to do extra special activities with the kids I know we didn't have many weekends and getting to walk through Christmas lights was a challenge right. for us right and then all of a sudden, for one day, all of this activity kind of boils down into one day. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? And then it's gone. Right. And then we're, what happened? Yeah. Then we go back to work. I think the sleigh bells just left, too. You yeah, know? we lost our sleigh bells. <laughs> so Santa must already be back up at the North Pole resting. So, all right. So there's just all this hype and all this excitement about Christmas, and rightly so, because it's a great time of year. It's a fun time of year for family, friends to gather what about those people, though, that don't have all that going on and all that activity prior, even prior to the day? They, they anticipate not much, maybe. You know, that's funny that you bring that up because I have been speaking with some in the last few weeks. And, you know, when we, people would be talking about, oh, what are you doing for the holidays or for Christmas? And she's like, nothing. I'm doing nothing. And I looked at her and I'm like, do you not celebrate Christmas? Like maybe this was yeah. a religious thing or something. She's like, no, I'm choosing not to celebrate this year. And you can almost see this tear uh, in her eye. Sadness. Yes. So I kind of, you know, kept, you know, probing, you know, like yeah. I would do. And yeah. come to find out that she just didn't want to be disappointed. Her previous oh. Christmas, she had, you know, some expectations and she was completely crashed, disappointed when nothing oh, wow. happened. And so she just decided I'm not celebrating. So I can't be disappointed. Mm. And so there are people out there. I think there are, Dr. Angel. I there think are. some listening right now may be thinking, hey, that's me. I'm sitting here at home alone or I'm driving in my car alone. And I I get that. I don't want to be disappointed. And so I didn't make huge plans. Maybe they're feeling that way. It's hard to feel disappointment. Yeah. It's not a feeling Disappointment doesn't likes. feel good. No. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times there's other feelings besides disappointment. Is there also a lot of regret sometimes? You know, regret starts to kick in sometimes late Christmas day, sometimes tomorrow maybe even some people might be off through new years and you know teachers and stuff and when they go back and they start feeling regret regrets of overeating regret of where do they spend their time maybe regret of some of the choices they made over indulging in alcohol or food or overspending and now the january statement comes in and oh my gosh i have to pay for this right and so a lot of times we'll get that regret that um guilt yeah the guilt from doing things that you know maybe they wouldn't have wanted to do um i was just oh gosh the weekend before christmas i was sitting down and i was talking with someone and all of a sudden they started smoking cigarettes and i'm like i didn't know you were smoke i just i'm stressed you oh know? wow so, okay and then they had just broken their little wagon of not smoking so wow there can be some of that shame that that kicks in sure Absolutely. And just the stress of uh, maybe anticipating the holiday time as far as family gatherings, friend gatherings, work, work events, things that are not the ordinary social activity that you would be doing. You know, and I think sometimes what happens is that the holidays kind of a lot for a lot of people bring in those feelings of family and togetherness. And that's what holidays are for. Sure. But what happens is they don't nurture those relationships during the year, and then they're trying to pack in a year's worth of relationships and maybe a three- or four-day visit or a wow. week-long visit, and it's just over 
overwhelming. It's overstimulating. Yeah. How about those people that get in the car and, and drive to uh, relatives, you know, grandparents, whatever the case may be, and possibly on the way there, they're saying, you know, man, I don't know why we're doing this because it never turns out very well. What about those people that have had maybe an unpleasant situation? Maybe they're driving home in their car right now. You never know. Could be. And, you know, and that's kind of goes with those feelings of disappointment. And sometimes, you know, Christmas time or the holiday time, however, whatever is going on, it can bring back really great memories that people want to try and recapture. Sure. So they build it up. You know, we talked about, I think it was Thanksgiving when we talked about Clark Griswold. Yes, and we did. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. my notorious builder upper because he has this perfect idea of perfection of what he's doing in his head and reality. Right didn't nearly come close right it doesn't mean it was bad it just meant the reality wasn't what we have built it up in our heads to be and so finding the things that were good and looking for those nuggets of the positives right you know that kind of goes with mindset but that helps us to not feel disappointed because it probably won't be what you thought it was going to be exactly and so there may be some people right now tonight saying, no, this has been a hard couple of days. Not a great one, but hard, difficult. Oh, exhausting. I mean, I know parents staying up all night, Christmas Eve, you know, trying to get all the <laughs> preparations doing. And you're without sleep and right. all kinds of foods we're not used to having. And it gets kind of crazy. And, you know, for those that maybe are still at a relative's house or coming home from one or whatever. Um, possibly the tensions were, that were created over the last few hours or a couple days have been rather disappointing also. It could because, you know, when you're putting yourself together with people that you may have um, previous conflicts with or unresolved issues, I mean, it becomes a white elephant in the room, but it doesn't mean it feels really good to be there. Right. Maybe you're there for, for obligation. Could be. And maybe you're feeling disappointed with yourself because you let yourself get guilted into something that you didn't want to do. So that, you know, that guilt can come from a lot of places. But in the end of the day, you still have it and it still feels really bad. Right. And then you start to it makes us feel bad about ourselves. And then it starts to lead into the blues. Right. So there's a lot of things that can come together to cause us to feel down, mm-hmm. especially at Christmas time. And you hear about suicide rates. You hear about depression getting worse. You hear about people not looking forward to the holidays because it does bring up bad memories, p- perhaps painful things from their childhood. Doctor, could be, could be triggers. I mean, um, I was I was working with a husband and a wife, and the husband didn't want to celebrate Christmas because somebody close to him had died right around that time, so he oh, didn't want to have right. anything to do with it. And his wife couldn't understand why they couldn't have a Christmas tree in their house, and that created marital conflict. Sure, for that situation, and right. so. It could be a, a myriad of things that happen. I know working in the industry I work with, we've had an increase of depressive symptoms, an increase of suicidal patients. I've had an increase of man, bipolar people flipping into their mania or deep into their okay. depression. And right. it's been off the chain at work, which is Christmas kind of that time kind of right. triggers it, some of so that. So it does. And so these are real concerns. The Christmas blues, the title of this show, is very important for a lot of people to realize that this is a real issue. And not only that, 
to not feel bad if they're in that kind of a state right now. But let's do, get some help. Yeah, and there's not, a normalcy to there I mean, is. There's a normalcy to feeling that down. Yeah. Because now all of a sudden it's like it's a you're down. going 100 miles an hour for the last five to six weeks and boom, you're at a standstill and your car's creeping at five miles an hour. It just is weird. It is weird. It yeah. really is. There's that emotional letdown. There's that physical letdown. Maybe you've been working so much you're exhausted from the speed of everything. and But the thought of just sitting and reading a book is kind of weird, too, after all of this going on. Because you've been going like the Energizer Bunny, go, 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 go. And you're right. We've been wearing our bodies down. We've not been getting the sleep we need. So we're tired. We've had this extra rush of adrenaline, all this anticipation, and then it's over. The food choices. I want you to address that, doctor, if you Um, will, just a moment at the holiday time, how that affects us also. Well, definitely our food choices affects our mood because we're eating a lot more uh, rich foods, high fatty foods, high sugary foods, things that just don't click with our bodies well, things we're not used to. And that definitely will affect your moods and emotions. Your body's going to feel slow and lethargic, and you're still going to keep pushing it. Um, a lot of people have been getting sick. I know at work, it has just been going through and through. Wow. It's just sick. I don't know about you, but I've had many relatives through the years um, that really wanted you to try their special pie they made, or you got to have a piece of this, or you got to, you know, and and the guilt guilting you into it. You mentioned that word a minute ago. I think that's a critical word here for the Christmas blues is those guilt feelings that happen to be stirred up at this time of year. Yeah, you're right. Very much that happens when people, you know, have potlucks and everyone brings something and then somebody feels offended when people aren't eating it. Right. So you feel like, oh, I better eat it. Right. So I don't hurt their feelings. But in the end of the day, you're still feeling yucky. Okay. And still guilty. Okay. Part of the Christmas blues. I want to go back to a point that we kind of barely touched on, but I want to more so here talk about it. Loneliness at this time of year. Loneliness is really happens. And it doesn't mean that you don't have people around because you can be very lonely and be in a, a crowded room. Explain that, doctor. Lonely. And Explain loneliness that. is really just not feeling those connections. Okay. Not feeling connected to other people. So you're feeling alone and isolated. So you may truly be alone and isolated and not have people around you, or you just may be with a whole bunch of people that you're not connected with. Wow. And I think that pertains to a lot of people, especially when it's relatives that you see maybe once a year and you don't feel that that connection uh what is a person listening to the show right now on christmas blues do about that if they're one of these that's that tends to be alone in a group if you know what i'm saying well and that's where you know a few weeks ago we were kind of talking about some things to help people cope with this get ready for this yes get ready with it and that one of the things was having a little backup plan you know it's Having that, once it's getting to the point where you you're really starting to become down from it, maybe right. it's time to like leave or to do something different or to have some kind of backup plan. Because we don't typically go to Christmas events alone. We have somebody. We have somebody. With. Okay, I remember that, and that was our November twentieth show. If somebody wants to go to the podcast on at the radio station here and find it, uh, that was the show before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Day was November twenty seventh of this year, twenty fourteen. So that was the show the week before Thanksgiving, where we were trying to give some suggestions for the holidays, right? And so that's a good one. Uh, so revisit that concept of. 
a kind of a backup plan or whatever? How how can that help people in the future when they are in these kinds? Of, or maybe they're getting ready to have to go to a New Year's Eve party. Very much. <laughs> you know, the holidays are still going they're on. They're still going on. And so that loneliness can come from that. Um, loneliness can come from relationships that have been broken up or very, very strained. Okay. And you feel like strangers to each other and you're kind of doing this force celebration. Oh, wow. Yeah. That happens a lot. And it's uh, that feels lonely. Right. Very lonely and awkward. Right. Which kind of can help trigger the blues. Or when you maybe you're divorced and you are separated and you have children and you may only have your kids for part of the day or not at all. Maybe you do an every other year thing and you that's a loneliness. Very and, lonely. Yeah. You know, for a parent to not have his or her kids with them. Exactly. Definitely feel very lonely. Yeah. And how about you kind of alluded to it earlier. How about the person who has lost a loved one or a close friend at maybe Christmas week or Christmas day or New Year's Day, right in that time period or Thanksgiving where it, it just is a reminder every year when they get closer to Christmas. Well, you know, anniversary dates, which is what you're talking about. Yeah, anniversary dates. huge trigger um, for those feelings. But you know what? During the holidays, what I find is people who've lost others, no matter what time of year, it can still be a trigger because maybe they were significant people they celebrated the holidays with. Oh, okay. So they might have passed in, in May, but this is Christmas, and I, you know, ah, it doesn't have to be that they, they no. that they lost. But them an anniversary Christmas. trigger can definitely be a big okay. trigger, and then just the fact that I don't have this person right. that was so significant in our celebrations or our family or our, or whatever it was that we did, a friend, they're not here, and right. it just sometimes it feels very uh, difficult. To still be able to find that happiness and move right. on without them. Uh, I know right after we lost our mother, my sisters and I commented on how weird it felt. It just felt strange. Dad had passed a few years before that, then mom. And mom always made butterscotch pie, chocolate pie. We had these traditions at Christmas that she made that all the grandkids just loved and all that. And there, it was a definite uh, adjustment for all of us and a tinge of sadness when you recognize that's over. It's not coming back. You know, they're gone. True. And it can that can trigger some of this because then you almost feel guilty about trying to be excited or happy during right. that time because there's a part of you that's still feeling sad and maybe you shouldn't feel happy. Right. And there's that guilt that should I be enjoying this without this person here that wow. I loved him so much? Okay. So, Dr. Falzoni, what do you say to the person who is really going through that set of Christmas blues right now. That's a reality. Very much. And for a lot of people, and that's the grief set. And we can't ignore it. We we can't. It's not going away. Right. Um, It's a real feeling. And so we need to acknowledge it. And acknowledging that I'm struggling because I miss this person or whatever can kind of help. And finding those people that you trust that you can acknowledge it to. Or maybe doing something that might bring that person's memory into your celebration. Mm. Okay. for us and our family, I my my great I was blessed. I had my great grandma. She was alive to see all three of my children. Oh wow, she that was a is great a blessing. Great. And she always made homemade candy. That was her tradition every year. <laughs> and so when I sit down and make the fudges and the, yes. and the candy pretzels, that's our way of bringing her remembrance. That is into wonderful. our celebration, and yes. we always think of Granny every time we do. Aww. And so, yes, we miss her, but we're memorializing her by carrying on things that were important to her. That is great. Yes. And so those are things. Um, sometimes people might want to have a special ornament or a special holiday decoration that they could have. It's kind of that memory stone. Exactly. 
So when you say acknowledge, we're not uh, living in denial that it hasn't happened, right. that we've lost that person or that a relationship is over that we had a year ago or whatever the case may be, but we're acknowledging. So give me a kind of a scenario of how you acknowledge if, let's just say you've lost someone dear to you. I like that, that you just said about your grandma. That's great. Well, and just putting words to it. One great way to acknowledge it is give it life. That's what I wanted you to say. (laughs) You just said what I wanted you to say. Actually talk about it Mm -hmm. and say, you know, mom would have been there in the kitchen right now making that butterscotch pie. I remember when she always did that or whatever. And that's a good, it's therapeutic, isn't it? It's very therapeutic. Right. And it, and it brings that because if this is a loss for you, no matter who you're with, it's probably a loss for those that you're with as well. Sure. And so it gives you guys a chance to bond. Right. And still process the feeling that's in the moment instead of denying it and pretending like it's not there and right. feeling that sadness. Right. So what happens, let's say, just theoretically here, if you walk into a Christmas celebration, holiday celebration, and somebody that you know very well, let's say your cousin, your sister, whatever, is having one of those sad, sad moments. Should you do anything about it? For, do Should you intervene in any way with the Christmas blues? Well, you can and you can't. I mean, we can always check on people and see how they're doing. Right. Um, maybe they're not ready to, maybe you're not the person they want to share it with, and right. that's okay, but give them opportunity, you know, and during the Christmas blues, we're going to feel that letdown and we're going to feel that sadness. We just don't want to get stuck in that sadness. Right. And so it's okay to feel a little sad. It's normal and it's fine. Let's recognize it. Let's acknowledge it. Let's give it some life and let's put it work and, you know, process it so that we don't stay there for too long. Right. So it's okay to say to that person, I, I don't know what's bothering you or if do you want to talk about it. But, you know, I'll, let me tell you that I noticed that mom's not here or whatever the case may be and Mm -hmm. you know so you're just acknowledging you're just saying yeah and that's just giving that you know human comfort which is the opportunity for comfort and for someone to share and they can take it or they don't have to right but just to know that someone else is there can be comforting even if they choose not to share and open up perhaps some of us have family members or close friends that are in such a mess Mm -hmm. at the christmas time the christmas blues that they don't show up for events, that they're not there. So you don't even have the opportunity to say, hey, let's talk about this or whatever. What if they don't show up, doctor? Oh, the family drama. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, that happens all the time. It happens of families. all the time. Yeah, And and, the, and it's part of it. And so we, we can't punish the people who did show up because we're frustrated or angry or disappointed with the, somebody who didn't or those right. who didn't. We just carry on and celebrate the best we can and know that that relationship or that issue, there's something there we need to work on and resolve. But the Christmas party, the New Year's party are not the time to dredge that out. Right. And so we just need to enjoy the people we have in the moment and stay in the moment. Exactly. Stay Um, in the moment. And a lot happens is a lot of times people get stuck on that one person who didn't show up or did something that they shouldn't have done. and. It ruins it for everybody. Well, that's all they want to talk about. We're going to go to break here in just a minute. Uh, But we want to invite you to email us during the show. We're not going to take call-ins tonight, Christmas night. We're not going to do that. But we are going to allow you to email us if you would like to. And that is goyard2014 at gmail.com. And we would like to remind you of our website, which is goyard2014. 
2014.org. So um, it's important that uh, we talk about these things tonight. This show is Christmas Blues with Dr. Angel and me, Mama Mac, and we're glad you've joined us. So feel free to email us if you like, goyard2014 at gmail.com, and we'll be right back for more of the Christmas Blues. Now the jingle hop has begun. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. And prancing in Jingle Bell Square In the frosty air What a bright time It's the right time To rock the night away Jingle Bell Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. The happy crowds are mingling, but there's one thing that I know. I'm sure that you'll forgive me if I don't enthuse. I guess I got the Christmas blues. I've done my window Woo, the Christmas blues. <laughs> That's good to hear that old recording. Oh, I love it. It was it great. Is. Thank you, Engineer Chris. He always comes up with great, great music surrounding our commercial. And if you want to advertise with us, we are going to um, be putting some more advertisers on as we start the new year. And so we would welcome you to do that. Just send me an email at goyard2014 at gmail. Dot com And our rates, which are very, very reasonable, are already on our website, goyard2014.org. So you can check that out. And if you want to, then we can cut a commercial for you. You can actually come in in the studio and talk to us a little while on one of the shows if you're one of our advertisers. So there's a lot that we're going to do new in 2015. Dr. Angel Falzoni, I can't believe that we've been on the air now for months. It is totally well three and a half but it's still quite quite shocking isn't it it's yes, going it so is. fast it it's has. really good it are you still enjoying the show doctor oh, i am loving it i okay. am really loving it this is the first time that you've been doing radio right yes i have been doing it for a long time but i absolutely love this area of um I don't know, teaching, I guess, in a way. And it's kind of different for a show like ours. And I don't know, some people have asked me, well, what is it about? Well, it's kind of life coaching. Would you say that? Kind of. Yeah, it's kind of helping you live the best life you can live. That's right. All right. We all can use a little help living a better life. Absolutely. Have you noticed, Dr. Angel, that around this holiday time that our culture seems to change a little bit in America? Oh, it very much does. It changes the whole culture. You know, you'll see as you drive down the streets, the lampposts are all decorated. Yeah. It's more cheer. You hear the bell ringers and going into the grocery stores and the Walmarts and the Targets. And people seem to try and be a little more pleasant and you'll hear more things done for humanity. I, mean, right. I think I just heard on Good Morning America this morning or the Today Show that somebody paid all of somebody's layaway, all the layaways off at a Walmart or a Kmart for one store. 
Somebody oh my just gosh! Went in there and paid, and paid them all off. It's like thirty thousand dollars or oh something. Oh my! Layaways. What a great idea! So you hear more of this? Yes. Human humanity giving, and you know, people rallying together. And I mean, even where I work, we have a lot of kids who are in foster homes, and you know, the gifts are coming in and donations, and you know, so that we can bless those children with the Christmas right. gift. And so it's kind of a time of this humanity and this kindness that it comes is. out. I think it was last Friday was Kindness Day in Tampa Bay and uh, uh, Channel 8 in Tampa had their you know parking lot of the TV station there just full of the the Bloodmobile was there mm-hmm. and they had the Rough Riders getting their teddy bears and the culture was amazing and they got so much response people driving through and donating I saw one clip a lady said open the back of my SUV there it was just clear full of of teddy bears so it's kind of cool that this time of year tends to cause people to want to give more isn't it very much so. And so the, there's a culture change, you know, right. and sometimes people will hold a door open for someone or do the little things that they wouldn't normally do during the year. Right. So we kind of, and you know, the radio stations, you even yeah. see the, the culture on the music stations, you hear the, the Christmas music sure and do. the uplifting and the cheery. And so I think as a society, our culture takes that change. And then, and then Christmas hits and yeah. then bye-bye, bye-bye culture. Over. You start getting the nice little, um, Hand gestures driving down the road, the honking of <laughs> yeah. the honks. You know, right. not good, not good. Helping people, humanity, no, it's gone, it's over. And yeah. it, that's a hard thing to take. The, that culture changes so fast and extreme. But you know what? It's true. You see that people are not as considerate, perhaps. They are not as kind. And they, um, you know, kindness day was one day of year. You know, that's sad. Oh, my. So how can we change our mindset when it comes to those things and will that help us all year long well absolutely it will if we um can change our our mindset on that and and that's kind of how we're going to talk about when we talk about ways to overcome the christmas blues and to build that protection okay let's talk about that we do not have to just be kind for five or six weeks a year right be randomly kind as a general thing. And that's Random a great acts of kindness. positive thing for us to do. Hold the door open for somebody or right. help somebody reach something they can't get or just be a little extra patient. Right. You know, and why aren't people that way all year long, doctor? I don't know why they're not that way, but all of a sudden the holiday spirit comes. And I think they feel like this, I don't know, guilt or responsibility to do it and they can do it for that short time <laughs> and then it's gone. The and rest of the year, they just want to be... Cranky. Wouldn't our culture be so much nicer <laughs> yes. and so much more pleasant if that was kind of just the general flow? And you know what? To, Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, just the, the, the common polite things that we should be doing. And I, appreciating people who are doing things for us. or Right. You know, so, yes. And that's one of the things that we can kind of help set us up is not just think about giving gifts or giving of the, our time or other or thinking of others during just that season, but thinking of it throughout the year, throughout the year. And so it then if you it, well, that's interesting concept, because if you really make a decision now that we're starting a new year mm-hmm. here to not make that just a Christmas December time of being kind and polite and a little extra loving, uh, but to say this year, I'm going to do this all year. 
then there won't be that big letdown, correct? There will, there will help protect, but not only that, it'll help improve your relationships. It'll help improve your own feelings of contentment and satisfaction with your own life. It'll right. foster positive endorphins in your body, and that will help build resiliency. And so it's definitely right. a good thing to do, and it's a good thing to do. Right. So when people fall into this depression of, you know, just eyes on the ground, woe is me, everything is awful, um, a lot of times is it not because they are so completely wrapped up in themselves and they're not looking out? Very much so. We get that tunnel vision. And when we get the blues, it really is in tunnel vision because we're only seeing ourselves from our own perspective. And so when we're thinking about that culture of giving and expressing to others, we're looking outward yeah. and we're building our ability to empathize and sympathize for our fellow humans and see things from others' perspectives. So even though today is Christmas Day, mm-hmm. it's still time to change a mindset here as we roll into this new year, to change a mindset of being that giving and loving and kind person all year long, not just for a couple weeks. Exactly. Wow. How important that is. I think so. And I think it will definitely make a major improvement in just your life. Right. So when we, you know, because December is so notoriously the month of giving Mm -hmm. and the rest of the year isn't, if we make those kinds of decisions now to have that mindset all year long, I really believe we're going to see people crash less. After the holidays, don't you think? I think it will definitely help build the protection of crash. And not only that, but it's a challenge. I'm going to challenge our listeners. Woo, doctor. I'm challenging (laughs) them. Here we go. Here comes your challenge. To carry that culture of the Christmas thinking of others and giving towards others of your time or being more patient throughout 2015. Absolutely. And I think, well, let's, I accept that challenge and let's do it because, and let's be an example to our listening audience because, you know, we don't know how long we have. I say this a lot, but it's true. When you lose a parent, you lose somebody close to you, you realize, wait, you know, we don't have any guarantees in life or how long we're going to be here. So we need to make the most of every day. Don't you think? Very much the most of every day. Yeah. You know what? You don't know what your little thing that you're doing for someone, how it's going to make their whole day. Right. You know, it was funny. A few weeks ago, I had um, a coworker who stopped at Dunkin' Donuts because she was getting something for her her meeting of her team. And she brought me an iced tea, a little gesture of that iced wow. tea. It just made my whole day. Isn't that I was sweet? I so happy. I was so thankful to have that iced tea. And it felt so nice that someone thought of me. I didn't ask for it. And it was just a beautiful That's wonderful. thought. And those that are in relationships, as far as a marriage or a partnership or whatever that might be, those little gestures go a long way. Um, A flower, um, a card, a a word of, oh, you look great today, or whatever you can do, expressing your thoughts and feelings instead of thinking them but never saying them. I think that's a real contributor to getting down and discouraged. You may feel that way, but if you don't ever express it, you're not going to get the benefit that comes from that person being so thrilled and happy to have been thought of. True. And you're right. And they can't read our minds. Right. They can't read your mind. So So they don't know when you're thinking those positive thoughts. And so we do need to express it whatever way we want to, you know, that expresses it. If it's a word or an action or whatever, there's lots of ways to express things. So would you agree that that does help get over these Christmas blues? Very much. So 
just look for that opportunity to bless someone. Mm-hmm. Very much you know? look for the opportunity to, to think of someone else and what could I do yeah. to make their life better today? Right. Something Absolutely. Simple. You know, take them to Village Inn on Wednesday and they get free pie. <laughs> yes, Village Inn on Wednesday, free pie. Yeah, we've been there a few times, haven't we? All right, so another way to overcome Christmas blues. Uh, grieving. Talk to me about those that are grieving right now. You know, we do. We did talk about the loss and the grief, and we, it, have, we, yeah. we can't ignore it. Yeah, we need to feel it and experience it. So right. let's recognize it, let's grieve it, let's talk about it, and then let's let it go. So we may memorialize it for that person. We may have a tradition that we've created to remember that person. I don't know what you're going to do, but come up with something that will help you mm-hmm. let it go. Mm-hmm. Some people visit cemeteries on certain days, Very you know, much, and yes. that. And talk to that loved one, you know, whatever. Um, That happens to a lot of people I know. Yes. You need to find the thing that will help you. Right. But what happens is, what I mean by letting it go, it doesn't mean that we pretend it didn't happen. It did happen. Yes. We're not stuck in that past moment. Right. And we need to get in the present. I think when we get stuck in the past is when those blues can really get us get us down. And I have found, because of losing my parents in the last few years, that it's so important to talk, and, and you mentioned this earlier in a way, but talk to my kids and their kids and show them pictures of their grandparents being silly and being crazy and having fun at Christmas. My parents' favorite holiday was Christmas, and they always dressed alike in red and all these crazy things they did. But that's a good thing to be able to to you're grieving, but you're but you're really not. I guess the word I'm looking for, doctor, is celebrating. And it's celebrating their life and it's celebrating keeping their, their memory alive yes. and sharing it with people who might not have had. To get to know them at the depth you have or might not have been around or had the experiences. And so that's very healing. Yes. And it's very celebration. And, you know, we can have grief and the person may not be dead. Right. That's true. And it might be grieving a relationship that's dead. And, you know, and it can be a very sad time of year when somebody who's, you know, when someone's dead, we can kind of we know they're not going to be there. There's there's no. They did no feeling of rejection from it. Sure. Um, when someone just chooses not to be there, that can be even more challenging. Yeah, that is. That is a relationship failed or whatever. Very yeah. much so. Mm-hmm. And so that feeling of loss and grief is there, but it's a more complicated feeling because they're still alive and it's a choice. And so then you have to to work through that. And so that's another loss that people might be feeling this time okay. of year. So that's a good suggestion. Um, Capturing happy moments. How do we do that that will help us come out of those Christmas blues? Well, you know, there's always great. There's always good moments in the holidays at some points. We just sometimes have to look a little deeper. (laughs) You know, I will. I'm going to go back to we went on a cruise last summer and we had a great time on this cruise and we took lots of pictures you and, and after kids. the cruise my yeah. family my sister and her family oh, everybody my best friend and okay. her kids it All was right. a big thing big thing we were okay. the home alone crew mm-hmm. on a cruise and after the cruise, it was, we were sad as could be because we had all this hype for all these months of planning it Aww. we planned it like almost a year in advance and then it's gone and so what I did to capture it was I made memory books. Okay. And um, went on a web. I went on Sam's Club actually, and you. I made a digital like scrapbook. Wow. And I made us all a copy, and it's a beautiful little coffee table book for us now. That when we look at it, we can bring those feelings and those joys. Aww. And so that's when I'm talking about capture the happy memories. Find those things 
that were your joy, the pictures of the kids growing or what's happening or maybe mm-hmm. the gifts or the silly things that happen and make some kind of memory stone from it. Oh, I like that. Memory stone. You've mentioned that word a couple times. Tell me what a memory stone is for our listening audience. Well, it's just something that will help bring you, make you, give you that memory back. Okay. Without staying stuck in the past. All right. It's bringing that memory into the present. In a healthy way. Photo albums are great. A Facebook, a lot of people can use Facebook to uh, capture those memories and to bring it. And that that's a great way to, cro- you know, to chronicle what's going on. And it helps you get over those blues. Huh? Very much so, because it's bringing up the joys and the happies and the, 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 the positive feelings. Right. Okay. So what if some of our listeners are at relatives right now and they just happen to be catching this show? Um, and maybe they're going to be there a few more days, and the thought of that's kind of uh, hard to think about. (laughs) Um, What can they do while they're at that home or that place where they might be to get through the next couple days and get over kind of this whatever's going on in their emotions? Well, you know, know, if you're there, you're there, and to find the best way to kind of cope. And I, you know, people might be in a variety of situations, sometimes maybe just finding activities to do that aren't – bringing up negative emotions, finding silly games to play sometimes can help lay things out. Um, Going and taking breaks, take a walk, go, go outward to the town and find a little activity to do maybe a local park. If you're not too far North. Right. Um, And to get yourself away. If we're closed in with this situation that we hate or we're not content in, it's going to continue to grow negative, but you know what? There's nothing like a good old-fashioned game of Monopoly. I hear you. (laughs) I love it. Bust out the dominoes. Right. And, you know, find or some funny, happy, silly movies or whatever it is that can kind of help break it up. Right. So those are all very good suggestions to overcome the Christmas blues. All right. Let's say you're a few days past this show. And you're looking forward to the new year. And uh, what? And let's say you're you're home. You got a few days off from work, uh, but you're feeling so down because it's all over. The Christmas blues. The Christmas what, blues. What can in. we? Well, what you can know we what? Do? You can start looking towards the new year. You okay. Know? We have a new season coming up in a new year. What a great time of year to kind of go through your stuff, clean out the clutter, reorganize it. Especially if you're like in the cold and you're up north, where you're really kind of a little more shut in than. Then we are. <laughs> um, we go to the beach, time. don't we? We go to the beach. Why wait for spring to do spring cleaning? There you go. I think it's a great time to kind of go in there and start my year fresh and reorganize and clean things and get things the way I like it to be. So when I start my new year, I'm already that step ahead. I've already got plans for my closet in an, in the next few days. I really want to go through that and get rid of some things and and all of that and organize it better. So that's what you're talking about, right? Very some much things so. in your life that I mean every. Every day I'm in that closet. I don't know how many times. So it's really important that it look nice and I know what's there and what fits and doesn't fit and what really should go bye-bye now, finally, after 20 years or whatever the case may be. So that's what you're saying is a good way to get over these and blues. And you're changing your mindset. You're looking yeah. forward, and that's going to help you overcome the blues. And it's going to help you get something accomplished that will make your life better. Right. You know, and it may not even have to be physically cleaning your room. Maybe you're just going to clean up your schedule. Right. Maybe you're going to look at, you know, getting a fresh new calendar and ways to manage your schedule. Or maybe you're going to look at your finances and think, okay, let's try a budget this year and ways to clean that up and to make that work for you and manage it. So there's many areas that you can clean up things. Right. And to kind of look at it. 
Well, that you mentioned the financial right there because, and we mentioned it earlier, but I want you to comment on it more. So many people, as they start January, have bills that happen at Christmas that they don't feel very good about. Yes, and that's part of that um, guilt and that, that shame guilt. and yes. regret. Right. Very much. And they kind of get themselves a little over their head. So maybe it's time to start making that plan right. for January of how, scaling it back, get it back in your means, get back over, you know, back on water, back apart, back right. to par and, <laughs> you know, setting yourself up to be, you know, not under everything and feeling so stressed and overwhelmed. Right. So a plan is good. A new calendar is great. Yes. Um, a budget is fantastic. A budget was good. Cleaning out some old closets or yeah. the garage or, you know, just doing some of those little chores that sometimes get neglected, like dusting the fans and cleaning the windows and right. giving yourself that freshness. Right. You know, and even rearranging your furniture can make a whole difference. Absolutely. It does for a lot of people. I used to love to do that. But where I live now, I, things are kind of where they have to be. So sometimes that's the case, too. Um, and what about those who say, you know, last year was so bad or 2014 was so difficult. I had this awful thing happen. And then this one and then this one and then this one. And they can sit and count you, you know, all these things that have happened and that how awful the year was. What do you say to them? I mean, they definitely have some Christmas blues there. Well, and you know, and a lot of it's not just the Christmas blues, but it's also the blues of another year's gone. And maybe right. their time feels like it's getting away. Right. And I'm not accomplishing or I'm not where I want to be. It's a great time to reflect. Yeah. And to see, okay, what went wrong? Find your blessings. Cause I know you didn't have 2014 and didn't have one blessing. I know right. it didn't happen. And to kind of use that as a benchmark to make changes for the next year. Right. How, how can we do this a little bit better next year? Right. Or not have some of these issues happen next year? Why is it so hard for people, though, to count blessings? And and maybe they don't even know what a blessing is. Can you define that, Dr. Falsoni? Well, What's a blessing? Anything positive Something positive that's going on. Good. Okay. You no, know, it's a good thing. You know, have a roof of your head. You have clean water to drink. We have right. clothes on our back. We have a... We are... A blessed nation, and I yes. think we are a spoiled nation. Oh, we are. Absolutely. Especially when you visit some other countries, you see that. Yeah. You know, and it, you may not have the new Xbox One, or you might not be driving the most fancy car, but you have a car. Right. Or you have these, you know, you have things. And so let's count the positives. And the thing is, is we are in a mindset of looking for the negatives. People can tell you every negative. They can tell me dates. They can tell me times. They remember them. It's been exactly it's etched in their brain. Right. And then I say, okay, well, tell me 10 positives. And they struggle. Really? You see that in your therapy? All the time. Really? And so we need to start, start working on, and we talked about mindset change, and that's that mindset change. Start looking for the good. Look for the good. You know, when I teach parenting classes, my biggest thing is they'll come in this, oh, my kids, they're on this temper tantrum, and they don't listen, and they're defiant, and they're ignoring me, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, let's catch them being good. Wow. Catch them being good. Don't catch them being naughty or doing catch making them the wrong being choice. good. Catch All them right. being good and acknowledge that. Right. Let's start there. Yeah. Do they do? Do they do that when, when you they ask do, them to? Well, when they do, they find that it starts to change behaviors because okay. kids are very attention seeking, and this is not a parenting class, but kids are very attention seeking, and so they're looking for attention. A lot of times, they're getting attention from this negative behavior, so they're right. going to keep doing it. Right. So when we change it around and it and not give the positive attention or attention to the the, the negative, negative and yeah. give attention to the positive, they'll start changing. Exactly. So wow. we you know, so it's looking for the positive. Right. 
So look for the positive. Start your new year. Plan. Um, what about planning something special? Maybe that's a way to help with the Christmas blues. That's a great thing to help with the Christmas blues is to uh, start looking for the new year and planning things. Uh, maybe plan a weekend getaway that you might have during the summer or maybe a spring activity or what are we going to you know, think about? Maybe something you might do for spring break or the right. summer or late fall or just something to start looking forward to. Maybe make a budget and say, you know, I'm going to save $50 of hay check so I have the money for for it by then and maybe take a I call them internet vacations where you go online and like explore all the little hotels and an things internet vacation tell I me about them. an internet vacation that's cute doctor. I have visited so many cities by just going <laughs> online and I've never heard of that this really? is great no this is great oh my goodness okay Williamsburg Virginia was all one right. of my favorites because okay. they have so many cool things you can do online and see what they have in their city and they have interactive videos really and yeah it's really cool Okay, so for the person who's never been on an internet vacation, you, let's say you go to Williamsburg, Virginia, what.com? And you, I just start Googling Williamsburg and you'll start seeing things come <laughs> up. And you, It's really a lot of fun. I've visited lots of little cities online and didn't leave my you're, living room. Oh, you're great. And, and I imagine your sons have enjoyed that too, or do they? They do, did. You know, I homeschooled the year we were doing that. And, oh, okay. And it was kind of... It was really cool. I mean, they had all because, you know, it's a colonial Virginia and they had all their living in colonial times things. Sure. And they have a lot online and a lot of cities have what they represent online. And you oh, can go wow. in and kind of just get to enjoy it. <laughs> that is great. That is fantastic. I love that. That is one of the best ideas I've heard yet for getting over the Christmas blues. Take an Internet vacation. An Internet. Yeah. And you can write there in the comfort of your sofa. And go, you can visit anywhere <laughs> in the world. Okay. All right. So that's wonderful. Or just if you have the money and the means, uh, plan a little vacation in February, you know, or someplace. And if you don't have the money, you can plan a small little something, maybe a local. Okay. Something that you're enjoying your local area and plan some few activities for a weekend. Right. Uh, Groupons, looking on Groupons or social, those are great things to get to do things inexpensive. And think of how, you know, if I put $20 a week or what could I do to just take this so I can have a little bit to enjoy this and have those things to look forward to. So these are things you're building all year long. So when you get to the Christmas season, maybe the blues won't hit you this next year. Very much so. We want you, I want you to build resiliency. You know, it's like build what? Say that again. Build resiliency. When we build ourselves strong and we have, we start thinking about forward mindset and living in our present and, and dealing with our feelings and emotions, the Christmas blues aren't as blue and you have something else to look forward to. You're right. You know, moving on, doing a new year. I love New Year's. Yes, I it's do a, too. Just it's I like love a it rebirth too. time. I love it. I love it. And um, what about nurturing relationships? How important that is. If you start off in January saying, I'm going to make some new friends. I mean, we, none of us have enough friends. How can you ever have enough? You know, and put yourself you know, out there. Go right. places. Uh, join. I don't know if you like to knit. Join a knitting club. I mean, a lot of no. craft stores have them. <laughs> if you like to read, join a book club. Right. If you like to, whatever it is you like to do, there's lots of activities. You just need to look. Right. And not only that, but how about nurture the these family relationships that you try to pack a whole year of visiting in two days? Why not, you know? Do things throughout the year. Surprise um, them and go visit them when they yeah, at least expect you. them. Plan a <laughs> okay. vacation together. Or wow. Even just communicate more, you know, with These that These are person. great ideas. 
You are amazing, Dr. Angel Falzoni. Thank you. And Merry Christmas to you and your family. And uh, it really is a joy having this show with you. And I believe it's a help to a lot of people. And we invite you to ask, uh, to tell people about it and ask them to listen. We really want more and more people to listen and participate on Thursday nights at 6.06 on this radio station, 1340 AM. And always, please know you can email us at goyard2014 at gmail.com. Go to our website, goyard2014.org. Got a lot of good things coming up this we new year. Do. You know, this is the last show of the year. This is it. It That's is. Right. Next, year, next week is New Year's. Next week is New Year's Day. Oh, wow. Know, All right. So. This is the end of 2014 for Go Yard. And then we'll start 2015 next Thursday night right here live. So final comment. You know, let's let's just take some of this and and put it into action and, and let's start working through those Christmas blues and let's try not to have them so much and let's make the best of this next year coming up. Oh, we're going to have a great show next week on New Year's Day. That's we will be here and we're going to get your pens and paper ready cuz we're going to give you some great ideas for the new year. Very much. Yes. Yes. All right. It's always good. To be here with you and to celebrate uh, the hitting a home run in life instead of striking out. That's what we're all about. New lease on life. And so God bless every single one of you. We're glad for our audience that we have. And we want to hear from you. Feel free to email us. Goyard2014 at gmail.com. This has been Dr. Angel Falzoni. And Mama Matt. And <laughs> I would like go. to just say Merry Christmas to Anthony, Joey, and Spencer. Oh, and I want to say the same to all my family, kids and grandkids and great-grandkids. It would take me a while to name them all. <laughs> so nine grandkids, my gosh. All right. God bless you all. See you next year on January 1. We will be right here seven days from tonight. See ya. Good night. This is the Tantalk Radio Network.